Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Triple R Show. Every other week, we interview inspiring personalities to make you and me happier, healthier, and stronger through hidden, mystic, and scientific techniques. And this week, we have a very charming gentleman all the way from the Netherlands. He's an anti-aging and longevity expert. He is the founder of Live Healthy and Nord Code, an amazing platform for the biohacking community. He and his beautiful wife are extraordinary people who defy aging and seems to be aging backwards. He has a fascinating morning ritual and today we're going to discover it together how to kickstart your day with the profound yet simple technique. Let's welcome Edward, an inspiring entrepreneur, a bulletproof coach, a partner to the legendary Biohacking Summit. So Edward, thank you so much for coming in. It's an honor to have you. Could you share something more about your biohacking journey and tell us more about yourself? Yeah. Thank you. It's, thank you very much. It's my it's my honor to be on, on your show. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we, we have to, to start uh, 20 years ago. Um, I was at the, at the moment to become a partner in the, in the consultancy company. And uh, I went to Cameroon in uh, Africa with my friends. And uh, I had to take uh, anti-malaria, prophylaxis, uh, Lariam. Mm -hmm. And I uh, suffered from a very, very severe side effect. Uh, so I, I got a panic and anxiety disorder. Uh, and uh, in fact, it, it made it very difficult for me uh, to work. Um, so I just became a partner of the company and at the same time with a anxiety disorder, uh, it was very hard. So I, I tried at that moment in, in, the, in the six years that followed, I've been trying 40 different therapies, medical therapies, uh, antidepressants, uh, all kinds of, of, of medicines, all kinds of alternative strategies and nothing worked really. And um, so after six, seven years, I decided, the psychiatrist said, what you, you just have to get used to it and just live with it. And that's what I didn't accept. I thought I have to, to heal myself. Uh, so I started uh, my journey to see how your body is working and what you can uh, create uh, kind of circumstances to uh, enable uh, the healing power of my own body. And, um, and that journey took me 15 years till now. And um, five years ago, um, I was able uh, to say that I healed myself uh, thanks to uh, the biohacking uh, lifestyle and um, and the first you know the very first step i took uh, was to change my food intake and uh, so i just ate as a regular you know uh, western diet with a lot of carbs a lot of processed foods and thought that i ate healthy uh, but then I discovered Mark Sisson um, I, I read all his books and, and his blog and um, and then I changed quite radically uh, my food intake to the more paleo kind of, of foods so only the whole foods uh, low carb you know and that you know that was the first step that gave me so much benefits so fast uh, that I started to read all uh, the literature, uh, also other authorities in the field, 
uh, most of them were American thought leaders. Uh, and then in the end, uh, Dave Asprey and, and biohacking. And I was fasc fascinated by the idea of doing all kinds of experiments and measure all the things that you could measure in your own body and to see what uh, effect it would be uh, on my own individual you know, body because each one is, is different. And, um, and you sh should discover yourself uh, what works for you because there's not one plan for every person on the planet. So that's what I like and what I could advise everybody that's listening to, to do those small experiments to test a lot of different tactics and hacks and see if it can improve yourself or, or not. What all you were measuring in your blood, you said you were measuring and different markers and... Yeah, so I, you know, I, I measure uh, my blood values. I've tested my DNA, um, my gut biome, I test my blood regularly, uh, the, the ketone levels, the, the glucose levels, um, I have my aura ring um, yeah. and it's, yeah, you know, you will probably talked about it uh, a lot, but you know, that's, that's one of my go-to devices to see if I'm on track, you know, especially mm -hmm. uh, for my sleep, because I consider sleep, I, I just mentioned food. But sleep is, you know, that's, that is so important for your well-being and your immune system uh, that I, I want to see what things I do on a daily basis and what effect it has on, especially on my deep sleep, because deep sleep is my most uh, important topic in my sleep, but what I focus on. What were the changes, like in your blood values before you were not well and after measuring it and taking care of your nutrition? And what were your food changes as well? The most important um, change is to focus on whole foods, so okay. fresh foods. Fresh foods. Yeah. So I avoid the grains and the grains that contain uh, and legumes that contain a mm -hmm. lot of lectins. I feel, you know, extremely well uh, avoiding those food categories. You no, know, I, I don't have a celiac disease, but mm -hmm. I just discovered that just by avoiding those. Um, I have a lot of a lot more energy I, by lowering the the carb intake, uh, increasing the healthy fats, um, avoiding the the vegetable oils that mostly are oxidized, but just focusing on healthy fats like you know ghee, coconut oil, avocado oil, macadamia oil, olive oil, you know, uh, fish oil, you know, and, and fatty fish. Uh, by increasing my fat intake to 70, 75 percent, mm -hmm. lowering my carb intake to 5, 10 percent, and the protein intake of 20 percent, mm -hmm. um, I realized some amazing results in the in the way I felt. So my energy level went up. Mm -hmm. um, I had constant energy all day long. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my cognition improved only by implementing those food choices uh, and, and becoming more ketogenic lifestyle. In fact, I changed my food behavior to a cyclical ketogenic diet, which means that most of the time I'm in ketosis, and that's, that's what I measure also with my, my blood measurement, uh, applying a carb refeed uh, once or twice a week. You know, I, I discovered that that was the best way to go, to move forward and to, you know, to benefit from uh, refeeding the carbs and the glycogen stores uh, filling up again. And then the rest of the week uh, being in ketosis, 
that's that's what, what worked wonderful for me. That's yeah. insightful. That's amazing and fascinating insight. So if people can just implement this, I think so it will be an amazing thing uh, in uh, avoiding the dairies, avoiding the grains, as you said, and increasing the fats. And for me also, it has been a very positive uh, lifestyle change doing uh, this kind of more of ketogenic diet. I was very fascinated hearing your uh, talk in uh, flow grade in Munich in the biohacking and uh, I was uh, very much fascinated by your rituals so I would love to yeah. could you share about your anti-aging and uh, longevity rituals which you follow each and every day because they were truly amazing. I think, I think um, implementing a ritual is maybe one of the best hacks you can do because some of the rituals I, I will mention uh, they will cost a lot of willpower and uh, so for example meditating you know meditating is very beneficial uh, to lower your stress and, and you are also very aware of that practice. I am a person that is not very into meditating just as a person but I knew that it was very beneficial for me so the only way uh, to make sure that I uh, would do it is to add it to my morning ritual so once you add it to your ritual mm. it won't cost you willpower anymore because you have a certain amount of willpower in the morning exactly. when you start your day when you are making decisions the rest of the day uh, the amount of willpower uh, diminishes. Uh, that's why I make sure that I do all the most important things in the morning. The morning, the moment that I wake up, I start with it. When I finish uh, two hours later, then I'm very happy that I have done it uh, and, and that I can start my day. So the, the first thing I do when I um, wake up is the Wim Hof breathing. And uh, that's a very powerful method. I'm not sure whether your listeners know what the Wim Hof breathing is, but it's it's the, the rapid rapid breathing for 30 times and then um, holding the breath, uh, and then doing it keeping times. your breath. Yeah. Um, so I do three uh, to four rounds, uh, and I end uh, with push-ups uh, with my uh, whole breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, will go to my self-built ice bath and you can uh, agree I do it five times a week and um, yeah so I ice bath myself by using a chest freezer and the chest freezer is, you know is, it, in fact is, it is the most accessible cheapest way to create your own ice bath because when you want to produce ice cubes and to put it in your bath then you you need 50 kilos of ice cubes to get it uh, down enough uh, the the temperature and and the the chest freezer when you you should prepare it very well because you know it's an electrical device you should be very careful Uh, but if you seal the seams and uh, I created a made to measure lining in the ice bath so that there's no leakage and uh, an ozone generator to uh, to make sure that there are no uh, bacteria growing inside you know that's what i do next so i take a two to three four minutes ice bath that's enough and then i start uh, with my meditation practice combination the practice that i do is a combination of breathing heart rate variability training and meditation and heart rate variability training is uh, a profound practice because one of the anti-aging strategies is to make sure that this that you have your 
um, stress levels in control because when you are uh, structurally overstressed then your cortisol levels become too high and that's you know that leads to all kind of uh, issues when you age could you share more um, insight to what is heart rate variability training and how do you do it and uh, yeah so someone so, who is very so, new to it yeah, yeah heart rate variability um, you know it's an indicator uh, of your stress level of your heart so it's about the uh, time between two heartbeats uh, and the more variable the time is between your heartbeats the better rested you are so exactly. make sure that 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 I have a very high heart rate variability and meditation is, is a way to improve your HRV uh, but you can also practice it by just breathing so I breathe uh, through my heart uh, to my stomach uh, and when I practice that long enough then then I can see in the numbers I use a device Hartmuth uh, then I can see uh, the numbers improving and once you know how you do it you can recognize during the day when you are out of sync come back to it and you use your breathing again so that you know that you are calming your heart again and there's a connection between your heart and your brain it's not your brain that is signaling your heart but it's also your heart that is signaling your brain that it's okay so it's it works two ways and i combine that in that in that meditation practice at the end of the meditation i uh, do a um a journaling sometimes i do it i write it down and that's um all the things that I'm grateful for because when you are as busy as I am you know you know as an entrepreneur always issues because that's part of an entrepreneurial life you have to sure. deal with all yeah, kind of many things and there is a risk that that you start focusing on all the problems instead of all the good things in life and and uh, journaling um, and uh, be grateful is so powerful uh, as a morning practice to remember yourself what you are grateful for so that you feel happy immediately and, and exactly. when you start your day with a happy feeling then everything changes the way you yeah the way the way you look towards other people to issues that come on your path you have a different attitude towards those issues and it's very powerful to finish my ritual then i take my kettlebell uh, and bends with most, most of the time 30 40 kettlebell swings then i get my heart rate you know sky high pumping, and then yeah. everything is pumping the the fluids are pumping in my in my body uh, so the lymphatic system rid of all the debris in my in my body then i'm in fact ready for the day how long it takes you to do it can easily take um Two hours, so it's it's between uh, one and two hours the, um, when I finish it. So that's you know when you have a family life. I talk to a lot of people about my ritual, and they say, but that's not you know it's impossible to implement it with a family and kids, and 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 how can you do it? And I have to go to work, and I have a very simple solution for it, and, and just to rise earlier in the morning because I decided to uh, wake up between 5:30, 6 a.m. in the morning, and to make sure that I ha I have that time for the ritual because I know that it is so beneficial for the rest of my day and uh, especially when I wake up uh, early in the morning then you know there's nobody bothering me so exactly. I can just do what I want there's no there are no people calling me there's no no one yelling at me no one asking me things yeah. you know it's me time and that's just by by resting early and, and the consequences uh, that i have to go to bed early as well to make sure that i've enough sleep me time is very very important i believe as well like 
for me also yeah. giving time to you if you're not able to give yeah. one hour one and a half hours to yourself then uh, yeah and, and for me it's it's easy uh, because I, i'm a lion um you have those different typologies of of uh, people regarding their daily rhythm and i'm a lion so i i perform at best in the morning uh, and in the evening you know i'm done because yeah. when i start working in the early in the morning and i you know i go all all day long and, and work like crazy then you can be sure that at at night you know i'm done yeah. what uh, are, so there, what is this uh, topology of different rhythms like line could you share more about this as well a scientist or doctor uh Breus, he wrote a book about it uh, he, he defined four kind of people mm. you have the lions that perform best in the morning okay you have bears that perform best in the normal daily schedule where the society is based on so yeah. you know between nine and five yeah uh, th then you have the wolves uh, and they perform best at night mm -hmm. uh, so they the feeling i have at 6 a.m in the morning they have at 11 in the evening p.m in the evening <laughs> yeah and you have the dolphins and the dolphins are a very special type of people that are very very sensitive and so they most of the time they don't have a very restful sleep and uh, so they are, they wake up very frequently in in the night and uh, so those are the four how do we know about it it's a time uh, you have to read the book for that or it's a very simple process yeah there's a book i can send you the details of the book maybe i don't know if you have show notes that you can mention uh, it in, i'll in definitely add it in the show notes yeah and he offers a uh, questionnaire mm -hmm. so you can uh, fill in all answer all those questions and then you can see what kind of person you are and you can base your your daily rhythm uh, yeah. on those outcomes and that can be very helpful yeah no, because it will be yeah. quite fascinating always the yogis always believe that morning times are the best time yeah. i like to know exactly whether i'm a beer or whether i'm a lion i would love to know more about myself <laughs> And uh, it will be interesting for people to know uh, because I've heard from different people it's not necessary that mornings are best for you. So I'm not yeah. sure whether mornings are best for you. That's what I was thinking before, but uh, definitely I'm open to it if it's. Uh, Maybe it's because you're an entrepreneur. Lions are often uh, more entrepreneurial type of persons, mm -hmm. and uh, wolves are more the the more creative people. So. Uh, writers, uh, for example, uh, are more often wolves uh, than, than morning people. Mm -hmm. To finish it, a morning ritual to inspire people is that I, um, before I open my smartphone, before I activate it, because it's, I, I don't uh, activate it uh, when I wake up, I wait because then I'm still, you know, in my own peaceful environment. Uh, then I do uh, some kind of production work. So if I have to write a newsletter or a blog post, I, I take my time productive at that moment. And then I open my email and then all the, you know, all the input is coming at me from from Lots the outside world. Coming, all the details that yeah, and then I'm lived by, by the other people. Go a bit further, uh, I, I don't eat in the morning and I consider that as a very powerful anti-aging tool. Maybe it's the most powerful anti-aging tool because it doesn't cost anything. Anything, yeah, it's free. And uh, it's, it's very cheap and yeah. everybody can do it, um, but it is way easier when you are fat adapted mm. so when you are low carb or ketogenic then you don't care about food anymore in the morning yeah I, 
at least I don't. And then, so I I don't eat till 1 or 2 p.m. And maybe I drink bulletproof coffee uh, in between uh, if, if I need some you know, some rapid energy to be more focused. Uh, one time per week, I fast for uh, 36 hours uh, so that autophagy uh, can set in, you know, and, and make sure that, that you clean all the debris in your cells. And that's effectively the, the way how the anti-aging strategy of intermittent fasting works is, is mainly the autophagy. People who don't uh, know autophagy, could you share more what is up? autophagy and uh, how does it work yeah it's it's uh, it's greek it's a greek word yeah. um and it's um greek for self-eating yeah. so um the moment that you don't have food in your body uh, then your body starts to clean up things mm -hmm. so from an evolutionary perspective um, we are evolved as people that sometimes has food and sometimes we don't have food. And the body is so ingenious that the time that you don't eat food, time it takes all the debris uh, in your cells, between your cells, all the proteins that are there, the senescent cells that are there. That's very powerful. And and the longer the longer you fast, mm -hmm. uh, the more your body starts to to heal itself, to to regenerate itself, and that's autophagy is, is is one of the mechanisms that is in place at that moment. Also, I do a five-day water fast um, twice per year um, to to make that cleansing process even more more profound. And also, again, um, people are afraid uh, about the idea of not eating, not yeah. eating for a day. Uh, and even you know for five days they, they they are scared that you don't eat for five days um but it's you know it's it's fairly easy uh, to don't eat for five days it becomes even easier when you progress in the in those five days so so uh, the first day the first two days are the hardest part because your body is still uh, used to get food at certain Time. moments yeah. for me at 6 p.m I get hungry and, yeah. and not because I am hungry, but my body thinks that it will get food. And uh, when I fast, then I uh, go outside uh, at 6, 6 p.m. and take a walk or go golfing or whatever, just to distract my mind. Three, it's becoming easy. And at day four, my cognitive performance is boosting like hell. And at day five, you think I can go on forever. Wow. And, and the funny thing, and that's not for everybody. The funny thing is that my my sleep metrics improve uh, along the way. So uh, the last five-day fast I did it two weeks ago, yeah. and then uh, my deep sleep and deep sleep is for me also very important for anti-aging purposes because uh, there is a lymphatic system in your in your brain that is activated during your deep sleep. Yeah. Uh, and all your waste in your brain uh, will be um, Cleaning. removed during your deep sleep. Normally, uh, I aim for one and a half hour of deep sleep, uh, but when I'm fasting, um, the last two days, I had two and a half hours of deep sleep. And that's amazing, just by not eating. So, so for my body, eating is something my body loves you know that's that's crazy but you feel amazing it's really fascinating yeah i'm inspired by the same i would love to do it now if i do water fast 
normally I do a fast which I am having some fruits and uh, so that's what I do like two twice in a week only a fruit fast and then I yeah. do a ketogenic fast for two days and then I eat whatever for the next three days that's how my lifestyle is yeah. but it's, I've never done a five day water fast doing a water fast scares me but now I'm inspired by your uh, deep research on into it and how is your aura score during uh, you said you improve your deep sleep and what about uh, other types of sleep oh KPIs improved so the I need less sleep mm -hmm. but but my sleep score is still improving so I, I wake up earlier in the morning but mm -hmm. very restful very rested um, uh, so uh, and another thing, there are two other components. I have uh, mentioned the heart rate variability, so the heart rate yeah. variability improves yeah. during my fast. Very important, lowest, the lowest point of your heart rate in the night mm -hmm. uh, will be early in the night. So, uh, and that's what I also discovered by measuring um, my habits. Uh, yeah. uh, and that's why I eat, have dinner as early as possible. When your heart rate is lowering late, at night then it is a sign that your body is still recovering from food intake you know from alcohol from sports activities from whatever the more earlier your heart rate is at this lowest point the more time your body has during the night to prepare itself and, and to recover and uh, and especially during a fast that that's you know it's almost a flat line so the moment that i start to sleep it almost immediately drops yeah. uh, and the lowest heart rate is also 10% lower than my, than my normal lowest heart rate during the night. So normally I, I'm around 48 beats, mm -hmm. uh, the lowest heart rate and then it drops to 44. Yeah, from that perspective you can say your, your heart needs to beat less and um, I don't know if it's true but it's some, some people say that you have a certain amount of heartbeats in your life that you can spend, yeah. you know, and then, and then your heart is done. Yeah. So, so I think, okay, now I increase my lifespan just by, <laughs> by lowering my heart rate so that I have more heart rates left. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, I think yeah. it's an amazing insight. The yogis in India have very low heart rate. They say it's around 40. And even the animal which lives the longest is the tortoise. They have the lowest heart rate and they seem to age, live till 150, 200 years old. So definitely you're extending your lifespan and uh, and I think so it's like a yogi's lifespan. Once you're doing water fasting, having a heart rate of 44 is truly, truly inspiring. Amazing. Edward, you have tried to fail your diet, you have tried uh, ketogenic diet, you have tried carnivore diet, you have done tried lots of lots of different biohacks. So I'm excited to hear and uh, eager to hear what are your favorite top three or top five of biohacks? For me, uh, fasting, uh, the ketogenic diet, strength yes. training, uh, high intensity interval training, um, focus on deep sleep uh, and becoming uh, metabolic flexible so that I can change the fuel resource very easily. Mm. Those are, in my opinion, uh, the most easy, and not all people find it easy, but for me, it's the most easy and accessible lifestyle improvements that I found um, that realized the huge improvements that healed my 
um, my disease, mm -hmm. um, but also um, the cold, the cold thermogenesis mm -hmm. is an, uh, a hack I can recommend uh, everyone. So ice bath, it's, you yeah. get, you feel energized, um, mm. the breathing. Uh, but also, I, I practice uh, the red light therapy. So yeah. I have um, uh, the red light panels at home, and uh, and you know, um, it's from an anti-aging perspective, it, it's interesting because it, it improves your the collagen uh, uh, in your skin. It's more from an outside point of view. Uh, give more energy to your mitochondria. And if you are interested in, in anti-aging, then it's mm. in fact it's all about mitochondria. And, and how, how you can support your mitochondria. If I doesn't have an immediate effect, it's not, you know, the wow, uh, I, I feel more energized now. But if I don't do it, uh, I miss it. So, and that's for me a sign that it works. So so for all those biohacks, you, you know, that it's I implement so many factors that it is becoming hard for me to, to know which one uh, contribute in what way to my well-being yeah. uh, but if, if I leave something out then just by feeling and I think that's that's maybe that's also an important hack uh, that you become more aware of how your body feels that you get connected to your body you know you can measure all the things that, that you can do that and, and I told you that that I measure many many things yeah. but in the end in the end, it's all about how you feel. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, and your your body, and when you progress in, in biohacking, you you become more sensitive to how your body feels. Mm -hmm. You can also more becoming more in, intuitive in in what you do at what moment when you can be more relaxed and um, and maybe that's also important to mention some people think that i'm crazy that i only think about hacking myself improving myself that i'm constantly aware all day long about this i should do this i shouldn't do what i like is a more systems approach a lot of knowledge about what things work and why things work you implement it in your routine so that you don't think about it anymore yeah. and once you have that system in place you have the freedom exactly. to uh, to loosen up at the moments that you want to. So yeah. when I go to friends or to a party, I just enjoy yeah. the party. Yeah. I uh, eat the foods that are available. I don't complain that they don't have bulletproof, <laughs> paleo, keto foods. I, I don't care. No, no, um, I enjoy because I know my system yeah. When I'm back at home again, mm. you know, I, I just pick up my system again mm. uh, and start doing the things that I'm used to do. And then create the freedom for yourself and, and, and not the victim of some things that, that need to be done, you know. That's, and feel guilty that you sometimes do things that are not right. I, I, I speak a lot of people that feel guilty when they yeah. eat, when they eat spaghetti or... Ice cream or uh, yeah. <laughs> the one thing you should do is enjoy that very moment and don't yeah. feel guilty at all because you won't, you won't be killed by an ice cream or, or by spaghetti. That's, that's ridiculous. Just by the structural things you have in place, those are the things that give you the most benefits and 
you know, the exceptions uh, that gives you the opportunity to enjoy life and to, you know, and to be with friends. And, yeah. I think so. it's an amazing insight. You need to be flexible and man is a social animal. So definitely once we meet people, we share different things. And I think so your mind needs to be a little flexible to enjoy life. Otherwise, if you're all the time yeah. thinking about you can't eat this, you can't do that, then uh, yeah. you lose that flexibility in life and uh, you can't be spontaneous then and you cannot be in the moment, which is, I believe, one of the most important things to enjoy life. Yeah, well, I was at the, at the time I program in the Netherlands about biohacking and I talked about my biohacks and my IT system. And then uh, the people in the studio, they, they thought, oh, that guy must have been a boring life. Uh, I was not able to convince them that this way of living, joy uh, in your life, you can eat all the healthy foods, you know, that fuels uh, your body, that I think, I, I don't recognize your idea that I live a boring life. But maybe, maybe that's your perspective, but, yeah. but if you want to drink all day and, and, and eat all the garbage all day, if, if that is your perspective of a nice life, then okay, fine do with it. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah <No>. do it. <laughs> I totally agree with you because this kind of life gives you freedom to choose when to eat and what to eat. And this gives you more flexibility in life also because you're following a certain things, what your body loves and is able to yeah. take it much more better. And then it gives you more freedom to do different things. Otherwise, yeah. you will not be able to do because you'll be lacking energy. You'll be having pains and problems, which we all, all don't yeah. want, I, I believe. That's, you know, that's also how I see biohacking. You know, for some people, biohacking is something, you know, something weird, something for, you know, for the crazy people. Mm. But in fact, biohacking is creating the circumstances in a way, the way your body is developed, you know, the, you know, for example, the blue filter glasses, you know, the the red light panels, the food, the fasting, that's the way how we are involved. If you create those circumstances to fit the systems in your body, your body is feeling well and, and performing at its best. So that's, exactly. that's in fact what you are doing. You, in, in a artificial world, with a lot of artificial light, with a lot of stress, with different kinds of foods, the circadian rhythms that are disrupted. But what you what you try is to get back to that original environment, also biohacking. How the Indian yeah. yogis used to always say that's biohacking and now it has evolved and this beautiful word biohacking has come up, which is truly fascinating. So that was uh, very insightful and I love uh, feeling is understanding as Jim Hoff also says, feeling is understanding because once we feel great, everything outside is great so anything yeah. else edward you'd like to share i know about your company nod uh, code where you're making the best ingredients what all you're yeah. making and would you like to share about uh, the same and about you know, live healthy nord I, I created the brand um, because with uh, live healthy we import a lot of uh, products from the United States because the United States is uh, on the forefront of you know innovation in, in products. Europe is becoming more and more conservative. Uh, wanted to create a brand of uh, products that fit a biohacking ketogenic lifestyle. For example, uh, uh, collagen and ghee and, and uh, the MCT oils uh, that are sourced in Europe. And um, because we have in, in Europe, we have wonderful high quality ingredients. It is not necessary to to, to go abroad and buy them in, in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I wanted to develop a brand that, that is sourced in Europe with the highest quality ingredients available yeah. uh, so that people can perform at their best. So that, that's, that's the Nordcode mm. purpose. Mm. And uh, we will add uh, uh, many more products uh, in the near future. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, so you're uh, using the highest quality of products, right? The highest quality of ingredients for making these uh, Yeah. So for example, the, the Nordcode collagen is made from um, the, the bones and the skin of um, cows that are grown in the French Alps wow. without antibiotics, without growth hormones, without, you know, just the natural, natural. grass that you can't find. And it's the yeah. same for the ghee. Yeah. Uh, it's also sourced from, from cows that are also uh, organic, um, mm-hmm. without additives, with a perfect Mm-hmm. Um, the acid balance, you know, that's, that's amazing. And I'm super excited for you to be bringing the Biohacker Summit in Amsterdam. Uh, and I'm it's fascinating to bring the most legendary summit in Holland. Are you excited about the same? And uh, what would you like to Absolutely. It's a shame that we were not able to organize it because of coronavirus this year. Um, mm-hmm. But the Biohacker Summit is, you know, it's one of my top events in the year uh, because you have all those like-minded people, you have all those inspiring speakers, uh, exhibitors, and uh, it's the great place to be uh, as, a, as a biohacker and as a person that is just uh, very interested in their health and improving their performance. And that's where we met each other as exactly, well. So you, exactly. meet, you, you meet all kinds of nice people from all over the world. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's very, very energizing, absolutely, yeah. Well, there's always a reason why you connect and why you why you meet. So sometimes we don't know why we meet, but uh, sooner or later you connect the dots and we are seeing why we meet because yeah. we have something common and uh, and sometimes you just enter the room and you go and speak to a certain person because something the wavelength is matching. So we don't know the person, but we go and speak to that person. So thank you so much for such a fascinating uh, talk and insight. I think this was so much valuable for me and for all of our listeners. And uh, I would like to thank you for coming to the Triple R Show. So thank you, Edward, for taking our time. And it's an honor to have you. And uh, thank you. Till it, the was time uh, yeah. it was fun. It was fun to be here and uh, to, to talk to you again. And uh, and uh, I wish you all the best and all, all your listeners all the best with their, uh, their lifestyle. Sure, Edward. So thank you so much. So till the time we meet again, to you and to all the listeners, Stay pranic with lots of zeal and lots of vitality. Thank you, Edward. Thank okay. You. Great. Bye bye. Ciao.